0: You're listening to the
1: Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have such a treat for you today. Leah Bales is this magical, yummy, just warm hug of energy um, today. And, And our conversation... I mean, it's already very beautiful. So I'm sure you can kind of feel where I'm sitting energetically with it. But we're going to talk about the power of women's intuition. Um, and she brings a lot into that dialogue. So I'm excited for you all to, to pick up on where, where, what she embodies and what she's bringing forward into these conversations. Um, it, it, mostly from that place of just a real, natural kind of way of being. And I know that sometimes within ourselves, we don't always feel like that's the case, but I want as you're listening to her, really tap into that piece of you also because it that's we all exist in this space and she just does a phenomenal job. Of speaking it into existence as well as embodying it, and so so use that. You know, I'm all about I'm all about um, you know borrowing or what they call stealing like an artist. You know, you know, grab onto that and, and emulate that for yourself as you get more and more confident with your ability to do that. Um, she's a really phenomenal model for that. So, without further ado, uh, welcome Leah to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Tonya. It's such a great honor to be here. I love what you're doing. I love your mission and your work and your community. Fabulous. So thank you.
0: Oh Well, thank you so much. And, and we adore you and the work that you're doing. So let's share that with other people and start by asking you, what are your superpowers?
1: Well, I believe we all have many of them. So I hope everyone listening really feels in yourself that you have so many superpowers. And last night I was tuning in to this community and this call and and what you're doing and and sort of asked, well, what superpowers want to be talked about tomorrow? And, And the one that came up was Mama Lion Love. And the second one was... The creative life force. And so they're pretty entwined, but both of those just feel really strong to me right now as, I'm, you know, as we're sitting down here and talking. At Mama Lion Love, I, I think of like that it's fierce and it's tender and it's instinctual. And as my own kids have grown up, I find that my mama lion love that used to be like, man, I could do anything for my kids. I could like, you know, whatever, there was, whatever need there was, I could rise to that occasion. And now I feel like that love, now that my kids are grown and one of them has her own children, that love is sort of becoming a more universal mama lion love. And that sense that this whole amazing, beautiful, precious world and all these children are my children. And, and being able the, to step into that place so that our love becomes, yes, for our own families, our own communities, but also really expands as a very powerful healing force for our own bodies, for our lives, and as a force of healing for the world.
0: I love that. And I love coupling that with the, the women's intuition conversation because I think a lot of times we associate, um, you know, intuition with being kind of a passive thing, yeah. um, with being, you know, I hear people all the time be like, well, I'm just trying to settle into my heart space. And somewhere along the line, we took up this connotation that that was um, a weaker place to be, or maybe, maybe it, even it was the, uh, you know, turn the other cheek concept. And so there's this passive receptivity to it. And that's really not my experience. I think that um, intuition in general, and particularly uh, the feminine aspects of that are, are very multifaceted. And part of that is fierceness. And you talk about mama lion love and there, they, there's an undeniable fierceness in that dialogue. And we've watered it down. We, we could go into all kinds of conspiracy theories and everything else about the patriarchy, but I don't think it's necessary. I think that it's, it's clearly um, a space that we stepped into and allowed to unfold And we get to look at that now make a different choice if we so desire. And And I think there's value in that.
1: Absolutely there is. And I love that you're saying the heart space isn't this just sort of tender, weak, sweet, like, yeah, turn the other cheek. It's the place of courage and conviction. In fact, the word courage comes from the French word core, which is heart. You know, so the courage is there in our heart. Mm. And, you know, the ability to be able to see from that that cuts through so much illusion. And being able to say, I will take a stand for love. I will take a stand for this, you know, for being able to be grounded and strong and show our true selves and our big love for the world through our hearts. And, and when you're talking about the strength of that, it makes me think of like the term of a heart warrioress. And mm-hmm. And this is, this is an archetype that I, I really identify with and a lot of my clients really work with. Like, how can you expand that part? There's a great um, mythical figure, um, Durga, who is a goddess from India. And you see her, she's like very beautiful and very calm and sweet looking. And she's riding a <laughs> lion or a tiger. And she goes into battle. And she goes into battle with this equanimity, but she goes into battle when things have gone too far out of balance. And she stands for that that is sacred and vulnerable.
0: Mm. That's beautiful. And, it, and it, the kind of warrior kind of aspect um, is such a powerful place, I think, for women to move into in a solid way. And, and I think what we've seen is, is reactionary mm-hmm. um, force, if you will, as opposed to intrinsic power. And that's one of the things that has been in the backbone of everything that I do around that self-authority, self-dominion, um, full-on autonomy in and of ourselves. And so we embody that strength. And you and I talked before the show that there, there comes a point when we're very clear that it's not self-generated. It's, it's collectively generated through, through oneness, through the divine, through, through whatever ideology um, resonates with people. But there's a force at play that's so much bigger than any single one of us individually. And yet we have the ability and capacity to encompass it. Um, you know, and, and it, it's, like, it's like being one of the one and yet really, truly having the experience of that multifacetedness all at the same time mm-hmm. and recognizing that one doesn't negate the other.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and that embodiment of it in that we have to start with noticing where we're being harsh and cruel and denigrating with ourselves. You know, and that it, it, we often talk about, you know, being abused, which is an, an issue that needs to be looked at, but we can't look at it with looking at how we're also abusing ourselves and how we're second-guessing ourselves or talking about intuition. And, and I think women often have such a deep, deep knowing of what they want to create in their life or what feels right to them, and yet then they second-guess themselves. So it's needing to be grounded in that, and kind with ourselves, and supportive, you know, inside ourselves, and also with each other as community.
0: It's really interesting that you bring that up. When I wrote my book, um, the the book "War Watches Us React," it was all around the cognitive aspects of power, and what I uncovered in that. You know, I talk about a, a rape situation um, in my background, and the realization that I came through in my own self journey that, and I even lay claim to the fact that I was raping myself Mm. in every single moment and not taking ownership of that. And again, not, not in a blame the victim kind of way. And certainly people have to be accountable for their own actions. However, I too had to be accountable to my actions and recognize that I had crafted an entire persona that on the surface appeared to be very confident. I mean, I was like, I was an agent, you know, I was, I I was armed, you know, I could have (laughs) killed the guy and it, but it, but it didn't matter because internally I had not inserted myself into my existence. And, you know, my claim was is that if you don't do that work, it doesn't matter how much martial arts or self-defense training you have. If you're not defending yourself, in a moment-to-moment situation, you won't do it in a life-threatening situation. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what my experience was. And it was so confounding to me to observe that behavior that it was like, okay, something's here. Like I need to dive into this and kind of dig it up. Um, But it's exactly what you just mentioned. Until we're willing to own what we do to ourselves, our our, our projection or what we see in the world can't change. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that came up a lot after this recent presidential election. And, and I I observed so much of like the, the insecurity of human behavior. And it was like, you know, recognizing that nothing is outside of ourselves. So if we're seeing a hyper archetype being portrayed, we, we have to stop and ask ourselves, why would we even need that still? What Mm -hmm. is it in our collective consciousness that we're not willing to look at that it forces that projection upon us?
1: Absolutely. And what can I do in my, where can I see that in myself and work with it Mm lovingly? Yeah. As well as whatever we do in the outside. This isn't to say we just do the inner work and don't do the outer work, but it's realizing we can't, like you said, we can't just project it into the outside and make other people wrong. You know, there has to be that owning that within each of us, there are parts of all of these. and, Mm And how do we work with those?
0: Well, and I do see a trend in the spiritual growth communities or personal development communities. Like the the fun part, well, even when we started Superpower Experts, like the fun part was the superpowers. Like, oh, I could do this, and I am mind reading, and I think I'm psychic, and everybody's really excited about that piece. Until it got to the part where they had to do that work and mm-hmm. the the real internal working, and in that and that means diving into those icky gooey spaces and like sitting in them and i'm like lather yourself up folks like you might as well just roll around in it because until you get comfortable in those spaces you're hiding from yourself and 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 as long as you're hiding some aspect of yourself you are at the mercy of whatever gets perpetrated against you because you have no internal kind of fortitude Mm -hmm. and um you know, and, and, and so I think, and, and even when we give lip service to doing the work, if you will, most people keep it at a very superficial level. And I remember distinctly a, a conversation with a client, and I'm like, you are, I'm like, you have to go deeper within. And, and she's like, I'm going as deep as I can. And, and that was truth for her. She wasn't, she couldn't even feel where in her body or in her experience, she had put this kind of barrier in place and literally, she was hitting the bottom of what she could conceive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, there's a whole expanse underneath of that. What are you resisting? Like, what, what is it about that space that we're so deathly afraid to enter into? And with, a lot, with women, a lot of times, it's, you know, the womb. It's, it's the womb work. It's the, the um, creative energies. It's, the, it's our real power centers that scare us the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have too many stories in our collective consciousness of wielding that in less than honorable ways, and so we're a little bit timid to, to harness our inner Durga, you know, and move mm-hmm. into those spaces um, because we know the destruction that it can yield.
1: The number of women who, when I just say the word power, flinch or withdraw you know, is really quite amazing. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, I want to do this work and I want to be on time. It's powerful, you know, and that's fascinating to me because the real Uh, power comes from that inner place you're talking about. And I think we've just gotten this, you know, perversion of power as being power over people rather Mm -hmm. than this power that we all have inside that we need in the world. It's so
0: fascinating. We we, we're we're on such parallel paths. I mean, even ten years ago, um, people told me I couldn't use power. Like it, you know. That's part of the reason why I did. Like that's the subtitle of the book is the ultimate guide to personal power and safety. And it's it's like at some point we have to acknowledge the fact that we think it's become a four letter word. Um, You know, true power is the foundation that we stand on in total self dominion. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 if we don't have that, then we are at the mercy of whatever appears in our environment and not even realizing that we're creating it. Um But that but you're right, I think that's a stretch for a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm and that's where for me when we're talking about it with a sense there can we can go into these very deep sacred places with a sense of play you know it's like well you know let's just see where it goes today and a sense of love and if people really tap into that love energy first and sometimes that's like having an inner ally who is more loving than anyone who's ever been in your life or for me it's often connecting to the great heart of the universe you know, and so I'm not having to just use my own personal love, but there's that source of the great heart of the universe that's abundantly filling me all the time when I'm open to it. And when we can go into those deep, scary, dark places and and explore why power is scary, you know, then it can shift, I think, much more quickly when we're aligning with love. Because so many of us have been taught that, To grow, we've got to do it from the place of self-criticism or something being wrong with us. And if we come from the place of like, oh, you're such a masterpiece in the making. Ah, you know, you're a miracle. You're amazing. And there's more of you that wants to emerge, you know, so you're great as you are. And wow, there are these parts that want to emerge and they're kind of stuck in the sludge. And how can we create an open, loving creation or container to allow that to be safe for that to come?
0: Hmm, beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I, I told you all this was going to be a yummy conversation. So we're talking with Leah Bales about the power of women's intuition. And so stick with us. When we come back, we're going to dive a little bit more into that power dialogue and show you how you can harness both of those and really create this fun, playful existence that Leah's talking about. Give us one moment. We'll be right back.
1: Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The superpower net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the superpower net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more.
0: Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast, and we're talking today about the power of women's intuition. Leah, let's talk a little bit about, um, before the break we were discussing power and, and kind of our aversion to that. What can people do, um, men also, because of course women's intuition, when she started walk, talking about oneness and the collective, whatever any of us opens up into becomes available to everyone. Um, what What can we do? Like, What are some steps that people can take to really Step into that power, um, you know, in that playful way that you were talking about, and making sure that that embodiment of love is, is also present when, when sometimes those terms seem contradictory.
1: Well, I think one thing is to feel in our bodies with kindness, you know, that like the bodies here on this, in this life, on this earth they 're our home they 're home for our soul and our spirit and our brain and you know so it's, and, and yet we tend to be very, very critical and harsh with our bodies, and so part of claiming that power is claiming our bodies as being full of sensation and joy and delight and pleasure rather than thinking of our bodies as just they're supposed to look good or they're supposed to be a certain weight or size you know so for me a lot of it is in my own journey with dealing with some illnesses and and eating disorders and so that has been like oh how can we come home to our bodies and just feel them with love and tenderness. Sometimes love is too big a word for people right away, but we can start with tenderness. And it's like, oh, gratitude, the sweet body that's done so much for me, and that's so full of sensation. So it's it's being able to, maybe just right now, starting by noticing your breath, and letting it become a breath of kindness. And just not trying to impose anything. I'm not big on making ourselves breathe a certain way or feel a certain way, but just as you are right now, feel your feet, feel your legs and your belly and your pelvis and your heart and your head and feel all the way down and just like invite a breath of kindness to flow in, just whatever that feels like or smells like or tastes like and just let it flow through your body and just ah so we start with that home of our body and we just as it is just as she is he is right now we feel into your body with kindness and that i believe is a big foundation
0: mm, that's when, beautiful i'm just when,
1: like oh. When you have that foundation, I think then it's easier to feel your heart and notice what's going on in your life without being quite so um, pushed and pulled by it. Mm -hmm. And people who tell me that they feel like their heart, to go into their heart is scary, and people often do say that, that it's, oh, it's scary to feel my heart, and I can't even imagine it's powerful. First, I have them like, okay, well, let's go down and feel your feet. Feel your belly, feel your legs, feel yourself here, supported on this earth. Feel yourself grounded. And when we can breathe and feel and sense that, it often then becomes easier to feel strong in ourselves so that the heart can be explored without feeling um, too vulnerable.
0: Mm so yummy i I just i just love you and i love what you're doing and i love um the magic that comes from your voice especially um when you're coming from that really embodied space it it, it truly is magic and i know everyone uh just felt that and and resonated with it um just lovely i love knowing that you're out in the world doing the work that you're doing and really holding that sacred space for um, so many people uh So thank you so much for that. Where where can people go to find out more about you?
1: Well, my website is leahbales.com, L-E-A-B-A-Y-L-E-S.com. And if you go to leahbales.com forward slash gifts, there's a page with a number of different gifts, Um, some meditations, some, you know, a gift package for unshakable self-care to help you um, embody self-care, even in your busiest, craziest times. And yeah, so that's that's a great place to start. I'd love to um, send you some free things. I'm also mm. starting um, a radio show in January, and that's uh, We Are More Radio. So if you go to my website, you'll be seeing things about that and getting notices. And it's really just to help people grow with ease and grow with that sense of joy and naturalness into the fullness of who we really are, individually, mm collectively because i I think that challenges in the world you referred to some of them just like challenges in our individual life call us to be more than we've ever been before i think right now on the earth we're being called individually collectively as a species to step into ourselves more fully than we ever have before more than we've ever known to develop our superpowers, to develop extraordinary ways of being and seeing. And so that's, that's what my radio show is dedicated to in a similar way that Tonya's real amazing work is dedicated to that.
0: Mm, it's beautiful. Yay, I love yumminess in the morning. <laughs> mm. uh, very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's been delightful and um, such an honor and treat to share some time and space with you.
1: Thank you so much. It's been a real joy and delight, and I look forward to more.
0: Oh, perfect. I too, I do as well, and make sure you let us know how we can continue to support you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Beautiful. Bye. And all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone.
1: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.